Alyssa Rodnick, I'm really excited to talk to you because you've covered the women's gymnastics beat for a while. And one of the most compelling athletes, Simone Biles, just returned to her first competitive meet since she withdrew from the Tokyo Olympics in 2021. And on the final rotation of this meet, the U.S. Classic, you saw her do what exactly? I'm actually going to close my eyes. I'm doing that right now and I can feel myself back there at the Now Arena. It was the final rotation. It just worked out that her group was on a vault. And she was standing at the end of the vaulting runway. And, you know, gymnastics meets are really loud, raucous affairs, right? Mm -hmm. There's floor music going and people are cheering for someone's dismount on bars. And it's just loud. And even if you didn't know Simone Biles was up next on, on vault, You felt it. The entire arena got quiet. And she took an extra moment and she sort of grabs onto her right hand with her left and you see the wedding ring, you know, sort of reminding you of how much she's gone through since 2021. And she takes a deep breath and she smiled and she takes off sprinting down the vaulting runway and she does something no other woman in the world has ever done in competition her Yurchenko double pike. It will eventually bear her name once she competes it internationally. It is an incredible vault. And that silence was suddenly broken by just the loudest cheers of the weekend. And she she lands the vault, she sort of has so much energy, takes a big hop back. And then she steps off the podium and she does a couple punches in the air and spins a 360, celebrates, grabs her coaches and receives the highest score on any event, on any rotation of the entire competition and secured her all-around title. And with that, Simone Biles was an all-around champion once again. Every major journalist in the country was there. Every gymnastics fan. I mean, I was talking to fans who had driven hours. I talked to a woman and her daughters who had driven to Chicago from Seattle all night to watch Simone Biles compete. Really? I did not make it to one of the Taylor Swift concerts, but I'm pretty sure (laughs) this is about as close as you could get. You look around and there are thousands of young girls and boys and they're all wearing Simone Biles t-shirts. There are dads in Simone Biles t-shirts. I met some of them at the grocery store and at the gas station. It was really all anyone in town was talking about. And the love and support and belief that she could do this was sort of filtering down on her. This very likely is your last opportunity this year to see her compete. She will be 27 years old at the Paris Olympics, an unthinkable age only a couple of Olympics ago, to think that she's going to put off her life for another four years. You know, the nice thing about this Olympics, because it was postponed, there was only a three-year gap. She's not having to postpone her life for as long as she would have if we hadn't had that that break. And so I think fans really understand that. Okay, so basically this sounds like the Simone Biles Eras Tour. And I guess next up on that tour would be the U.S. Championships. It's another big competition in this comeback, and it's happening in San Jose this weekend. I think before U.S. Classics in Chicago, there was a question mark. How back is she? 
Is she going to return as a specialist on an event or two events? Is she still the same gymnast she was two years ago? I mean, there were so many questions that really, truly by the first practice were answered. I mean, at practice, at podium training, she was performing the hardest skills in the world and she wasn't even doing her hardest routines. So that was the moment that everyone went, wow, okay, there are five spots on the Olympic team next year. If she continues at this pace, if she decides she wants that, there are four spots remaining. And her score at Classics was higher than the score that won world championships last year. You know, she could arguably win the world title in October. So that's exactly what we're watching. And what a treat, especially for gymnastics fans, for all of us who didn't know if we would see her compete again. I think this is going to be a really special year for her. She's doing it differently. She's not taking on all of the outside pressure and all of the internal pressure of being the leader of the team and the gold medal favorite for every event and also mentoring all the young girls while also speaking out for the survivors. She really is listening to her body, listening to her mind and her emotions. And I think this one really is about her and about fulfilling whatever goals she still has set for herself. Taylor Swift's Eras Tour might have enchanted audiences this cruel summer. But now, as August slips away like a bottle of wine, we're less than a year out from the 2024 Paris Olympics. And you could say Simone Biles is ready for it. The greatest American gymnast of all time is hoping Team USA isn't the last great American dynasty, but instead that their wildest dreams can come true and they can ensure an Olympic gold rush. Alyssa Roenick tells us why, after a two-year hiatus from the gym, it's time for Simone Biles to begin again, and how everything has changed for Team USA since the 2021 Tokyo Games. I'm Emily Kaplan. It's Thursday, August 24th. This is ESPN Daily. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home some huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So Alyssa, it sounds to me that Simone is coming in with a ton of momentum this weekend when she's preparing to compete in the U.S. Championships in San Jose. Can you give me a sense of what that meet is and how it's viewed in the gymnastics world? So this weekend is nationals. This weekend, all of the top athletes will be competing a full all-around. This is really going to give you a sense of who the best all-around gymnasts are 
in the United States right now. You know, there's also a chance for Simone herself. You know, she has seven U.S. all-around titles. That ties a record that (laughs) you have to go back to, I think, 1925 and men's gymnastics. Alfred Joachim, if I'm remembering his name correctly, had seven national titles. Well, she can go for her eighth. So there's some significance there. If there's any records left for her to break, that's one of them. It's also where we start talking about world championships in October. And then that's really going to be a harbinger of what we're going to see next year come the Paris Olympics. And those five or like I said earlier, four spots remaining uh, on the U.S. women's Olympic team. So Alyssa, Simone has been really open about her mental health. And it's one Mm -hmm. of the reasons that she withdrew from the Tokyo Olympics two years ago. Can you just describe what the last two years have been like for her? Like, what is she returning from? Well, I guess the most important thing is to start with Tokyo. Simone Biles, considered the greatest gymnast in history, has pulled out of the team competition at the Tokyo Olympics. It happened right after the vault when she she simplified her more complicated jump midair and landed awkwardly. She received the lowest vault score of her entire career, consulted with medical staff, and left the floor. This is a developing story, which we will update as needed. But again, Simone Biles, perhaps the best-known athlete of all of the American stars in Tokyo, out, at least, from the team competition. And the thing that we often forget is not only was the Tokyo Olympics postponed, which created a lot of uncertainty and questions. And also as a gymnast, we used to talk about peaking in a certain week, essentially, right? Mm -hmm. And so now they're putting off training. They weren't training for a long time. That was really stressful. The Olympics themselves did not have fans. There was the stress around worrying about getting sick, being quarantined. And then... The U.S. gymnastics program was about four years out from the revelations around Larry Nassar and the sexual abuse that had gone on within the program for decades. And Simone had become the face of this. So while she is training the hardest skills in the world, she told us this past weekend there was a lot of pressure on her to be the mentor to everyone, to be the gold medal favorite when the girls were down to be their cheerleader, to pick them up. She was speaking in front of Congress the week after the Olympics as part of a group of survivors, lobbying for change within the American Olympic movement. My name is Simone Biles. As an elite gymnast, I have had the honor to represent the United States of America in multiple international competitions, including world championships and the Olympic games. Over the course of my gymnastics career, I have won 25 world championship medals and seven Olympic medals for Team USA. I am also a survivor of sexual abuse. And I believe without a doubt that the circumstances that led to my abuse and allowed it to continue are directly the result of the fact that the organizations created by Congress to oversee and protect me as an athlete, USA Gymnastics and the United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee failed to do their jobs. She is giving interviews about sexual abuse. She's speaking out for Black women. She's speaking out for children in the foster care system. She was 
doing so much beyond what she was training to do. And she broke at the Olympics. And the twisties is something that almost every gymnast can tell you stories about experiencing and how devastating it is, how terrifying it is, how dangerous it is. It's essentially a lack of spatial awareness when you're doing upside down twisting elements. It's really dangerous. Being someone like Simone Biles, who has this incredible sense of air awareness and has no idea where she is once she goes upside down and starts spinning. But for it to happen at the Olympics was crushing. She had to pull out of five events. Today has been really stressful. We had a workout this morning. Um, it went okay. And then just that five and a half hour wait or something, I was just like shaking, could barely nap. I've just never felt like this going into a competition before. And I tried to go out here and have fun and warm up in the back went a little bit better. But then once I came out here, I was like, no, mental is not there. So I just need to let the girls do it and focus on myself. She made a decision that was so impactful for the rest of the sport, for athletes in general, sent such a message that we do have agency over our bodies and our futures. However, she was viewed as a quitter. She was viewed as someone who let her team down and all of that really impacted her. So how did Simone process all of this after Tokyo? She said she started working with a therapist and she took a lot of time away from the gym. She had fun. She did a lot of speaking engagements. She traveled and she got married. <laughs> and so around September, she said she started getting back into the gym, just messing around as she calls it. I think her version of messing around is a little different than most and staying in shape. And then earlier this year, she had a conversation with Cecile, her coach, and said, I think I want to do this. I think I have more. I want to prove to myself that I can, you know, do what I went to Tokyo to do in Paris. And But let's put this on the back burner. Let's keep training until the wedding. And she, once she got married, she returned to the gym really in earnest in May. And she said it really went unspoken that she would be at Classics. But she's she's not taking it any further than that right now. She had this funny moment where she said, you know, I get married and everyone wants to know when I'm having kids. I show up at US, US Classics. Everyone wants to know what I think about the Olympics. Let's just be really happy with where I am right now and, and take it one day at a time. It's going to be fascinating to watch. I'm curious, just from watching her a couple of weeks ago at this competition and being around her, are there any other changes you notice in her, both in her demeanor or just the way she shows up at these events? Yeah. One of the things about Simone Biles, when people ask how she's changed the sport, her legacy, right? I always tell this story about this tweet from, I believe, 2016, 2015 of a piece of pizza. And all of these former gymnasts talk about this tweet. It would come up all the time, unprompted that the greatest gymnast in the world at the time had the audacity and the fearlessness to tweet a picture of a piece of pizza that she had eaten that day. And it was greasy and, you know, it looked really good. And it's, it's, she said something like happiness. That tweet really changed for a lot of gymnasts the idea that they were allowed to both be human 
be teenagers, enjoy pizza, wear a bikini, post it on Instagram, have friends and a life outside of the gym, and also work really hard and be the best in the world. And slowly she started doing more of that, started sharing more of herself. And we really see that now. She sat on the podium and chatted with all the journalists who were there for maybe 10 minutes after the meet. And, you know, she was swearing and she was really (laughs) funny. She looked really loose and like she was having a lot of fun and she was dancing and things that gymnasts just did not do at competitions. Like you're having more fun than being nerves. Um, mm-hmm. Was that actually how it was? Or? Oh, did it look like I was having? It looked like you were having fun dancing with Oh, Jordan, thank God. Like- yeah, I thought it was just bricks, but <laughs> that's that's good because I was very nervous. So at least if it looked like I was having fun, that's good. But I think after every routine, it got a little bit easier. She just says, "Are you sure? Really?" Oh, I'm so, you know, I'm so glad. She goes, oh, thank God. I was, I thought I was going to bricks. <laughs> Here's Simone Biles. Say, I thought I was going to bricks. Quite refreshing. It was beyond refreshing. I mean, can you imagine in Marta Caroli's, <laughs> no, Marta Caroli's era, Media, a gymnast no. speaking this way, gymnast dancing. And then in the press conference, she was joking about drinking margaritas. Well, when Marks get in the mix, who knows what you're going to say. So maybe the next day it was different. And wearing a cubic zirconian ring when she was competing. Yes. Literally. It's literally like an Amazon, like, cubic zirconia. It was like $15. (laughs) That to me says... I'm really comfortable with myself and I'm comfortable sharing myself and I'm not worried about what Marta Caroli or someone on Twitter thinks about what I'm saying or what I'm doing. And my goodness, how far we've come. After the break, who Simone Biles' Olympic teammates might be at the Paris Games. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code DAILY. That's code DAILY. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you people wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first one or for your fashionista mom who likes to make a statement... Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate with them both. You can shop by price anywhere from $25 and under to, say, $100 and below. You can also sort by category, like fragrance, handbags, and more. Or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything. Or even pre-wrapped gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats Headphones, 
Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So, what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Okay, Alyssa, I want to ask you about some other gymnasts. And the reigning Olympic all-around champion, Suni Lee, will also compete this weekend. She was also at the U.S. Classic earlier this month. So how would you describe her performance and where she's at right now? What a world we live in that it took this long <laughs> for us to talk about the reigning Olympic all-around champion. Suni's performance, especially on beam, was really emotional. Hmm. She looked fantastic. It was a great routine. And in any other world, you would just expect that. She gets off beam, she does her dismount, she grabs her coaches, she grabs the medic, and she starts crying. And that is largely because after winning the all-around at the Olympics, going to college, competing for Auburn for two years, earlier this year, she was having medical problems. And it took quite a while, but she was diagnosed with kidney disease. She is still figuring out how to deal with it. She is still figuring out with her doctors and coaches and family, her medication, but it affects her training greatly. Mm. She can't train nearly as much as she used to. And there have been moments over the past several months where she was unsure if she would do gymnastics again. And so to be back in elite gymnastics and performing as well as she did, she said was really emotional. The other thing is, SUNY won the all-around at the Olympics and her performance was beautiful. But because Simone was not in the competition, she's talked over the past few years about experiencing imposter syndrome, worrying that people would think she's not the real champion. She wasn't Simone, that if Simone had been there, what if, what if, what if? And she worried that, you know, not everyone in the stands knows her story. Not everyone knows she's been sick. Not everyone knows she hasn't been training. And so she worried about letting people down, about not being the SUNY Lee who won the Olympic all-around. But she looked great. We did not get to see her in the all-around. We'll see her perform on all four apparatus for the first time this weekend in San Jose. And I'm really looking forward to it. Given what she's still going through health-wise, what's fair for us as gymnastics fans to expect from her? And dare I ask what her chances are for Paris 2024? It's such a good question. I think we can still expect a lot from her. Her bars routine arguably could still win a world title in October. I think when it comes to Paris, you know, she is the reigning Olympic champion. She has a great chance. Or there's a chance she goes as a specialist. In one year from now, is the rest of the world going to catch up to Suni Leon Bars? I don't think so. And so I think if she makes that world's team in October, that's going to be a really good indicator of where she sits compared to the rest of the world and what we can expect over the next year. But my gut tells me we're going to see her on that Olympic team next year. I mean, this is going to be arguably the hardest Olympic team to make in the history of American gymnastics. 
you know, Gabby Douglas is training again. She's not competing yet, but you know, if, if that, if she does in fact make a run, we have the three previous all around champions, all trying to make the team. Oh yes. And everyone else, right. For five spots. I mean, you mentioned it offhand, but as if your sport doesn't have enough compelling storylines, Gabby Douglas is trying to make a comeback. That's insane. She won gold back at the 2012 Olympics. What does her road to Paris 2024 look like? I think if anyone can do it, Gabby Douglas can do it. She's just such a question mark because we have not seen anything from her. And because she didn't compete at classics or nationals, she won't be eligible for the world championship team. We're not going to see her compete until next spring. So it's going to be a minute. But I mean, it's not an easy road, my goodness, especially with the young athletes coming up and the majority of the last Olympic team from Tokyo coming back and trying to make the team. And like I said, you have Simone and Suni. It's not going to be an easy road. But the fact that we have a 27-year-old, 26-year-old, multiple 20-somethings, all competing to make the next Olympic team, as well as what we would expect the 14, 15, 16, 17-year-olds. Really, if anything says that the sport has changed, the sport has changed in the United States, USA Gymnastics has changed, that's it. There's an excitement and enthusiasm around the idea that we've been able to build characters, build athletes who, I mean, Simone Biles, we've been following her career since she was 14 years old. Gymnasts largely were one and done. We would watch them for a couple years, they'd go to the Olympics and then they'd be gone. And so because the sport has changed so much, because we can watch a 14-year-old Olympic hopeful become a 27-year-old Olympic hopeful, there's just a different kind of connection with the sport right now, I think, because we've had the opportunity to grow up with these athletes, to really get to know them as people, to watch them go through so much, and to be really excited about what there is in store for the next year. Alyssa, thank you for your reporting. Thank you so much for having me. This was really, really fun. Now I'm, <laughs> I think I'm more excited than I was an hour ago. I'm jazzed up. You got us both jazzed up. For this weekend, especially. <laughs> I'm jealous. I'd love to be there. I'm Emily Kaplan. This has been ESPN Daily. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>